Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Sister Emily Syverson, a religious sister with Pro Ecclesia Sancta, currently serving with her community in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. There's something so beautiful about the season of Advent, waiting patiently for the child Jesus to arrive, preparing our hearts to receive him on Christmas Day, and not only then, but it's also a reminder for us of his second coming. And lately, this has been making me reflect on the importance of having this childlike faith. And in fact, I started to think about my own childhood and relating that to my relationship with God. I was thinking about when I was a toddler and how my parents taught me so many things like the essentials of life, how to walk, how to talk, how to pray, and always protecting me from any da- anything dangerous I could get into. I was completely dependent upon them. And I know that when my parents told me no, like any small child, I probably cried. And then once I saw something that distracted me, forgot about it. However, as I got older, I noticed, like into my adolescence, I held on to those no's for a bit longer. And I remember things changing with their strictness because I love my parents, but these things really bothered me at times because I couldn't just do what I wanted. And I, I remember thinking like, why do they care so much? And looking back, I see that their love for me never changed. I was the one that changed, and they were always seeking my good, protecting my teenage self from getting into trouble. (laughs) And it's incredible how quickly in our own spiritual lives we turn away from this dependence on God. We, too, start to question his intentions, his no's when we want a yes, and lose sight of his love for us. And now he knows this, and that's why he reminds us specifically in the Gospels that we must become like children in order to enter the kingdom of God. And specifically in Matthew 18, 3, Jesus is very clear when he says, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. And this could be seem a bit harsh because he says you will not. But Jesus desperately wants us in heaven with him. So he gives us the truth about the most clear path we could take to get there. It's why we were created, to be with him forever. And so we must become like children. And in John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So this gives us every reason to believe that what he says is the truth and will bring us life. And now, to be honest, to become children at heart while remaining adults isn't necessarily an easy task, and it can be costly because we know that becoming childish isn't throwing tantrums when we don't get what we want, (laughs) but it's actually with simplicity, accepting everything out of love, coming from the hands of God and having this complete dependence upon Him. And to make it more simple for us, there are three virtues that we can work on to become like children. And the first one that comes to mind 
is docility, which is this willingness to being taught, to being shown a different way or a different truth. It's this opening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit of our every move, of our every decision, and being open to others' ideas when maybe we think ours is the best, or even open to other ways of things being done. And then the second virtue is, in my opinion, the most difficult, and it is humility. And in order to be humble, we must renounce our pride and our self-sufficiency because it's this realization that we can't do anything without God's grace. It's this idea that we can't even have a good thought or speak a kind word without the grace of God. And now one of my favorite saints is St. Teresa of Lisieux, And she was able to have this deep understanding of having this childlike faith, simplicity, and trust in our Lord. And she even had this thought that God cannot inspire unrealizable desires within us. And in spite of our littleness, we too can aspire to be holy, to live a life of holiness with the grace of God and relying on that. Another thing is that when we see a child fall, they get back up right away. It's like nothing ever happened. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I allow my own weaknesses and failures to become a crutch in the spiritual life. But really, these are great moments for us. They become our means of sanctification because maybe we have this thought like, wow, I need to be more patient or I need to be a better listener with that with that person that's really difficult to listen to. Or oh, I wish I didn't talk those unkind words about that person. And those are moments of grace for us, of Jesus reminding us, I am with you. I desire you to choose good and I will help you. And now this, the third quote, or the third virtue that I have in mind is um, simplicity, which is this complete abandonment to God for whatever comes our way. Because as St. Paul reminds us in Romans 8, 28, all things work for the good of those who love God, who have been called according to his plan. So now when difficulties, when burdens, health concerns, when we desire control come our way, we can hand those over to our Lord. And in fact, St. Faustina says that when I see that a burden is beyond my strength, I do not consider or analyze it or probe into it, but I run like a child to the heart of Jesus and say only one word to him, you can do all things. And then I keep silent because I know that Jesus himself will intervene in the matter. And as for me, instead of tormenting myself, I use that time to love him. Because how often do we find ourselves wasting time, worrying, wishing things were different, when instead we can give it over to our Lord and in that time choose to love him Surrender everything to him. And like St. Faustina say, you can do all things. 
And now with this idea that the second coming of Christ is going to happen because we see it in the sacred scriptures and are aware of it during this time of Advent. Now we shouldn't never live in fear with this, with this idea, but in, in this great hope that, that one day we will see the face of Christ and that we know that Jesus Christ will come back to complete his work as redeemer of the world, as King, judge, and Lord of the universe. And we must do our part as we prepare for this day. And here we go back now to this childlike faith. We must be patient. We must be prepared by humbling ourselves in moments, by having a simplicity of heart and being open to the Holy Spirit. Because our Lord desires for us to be prepared to enter into heaven with him. And every detail matters. We should come to understand the importance of our daily struggles in following Christ. Because in time to time, our Lord may permit us to suffer for a bit, sickness and pain, but God wants us to trust him, to be more detached. Because we will never be satisfied by the things of this world and our hearts long for the promised blessing to come. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.